Welcome to Reading the One Year Bible Together, a daily podcast that runs Monday through Saturday. My name is Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasal, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can get a reading plan at oneyearbibleonline.com. There's a link in the description of this video on Facebook, and as well as the show notes of our podcast. This podcast is recorded from Jitsi, where we do our live streams daily. Details can be found in the show notes as well as on our Facebook page. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, this podcast and its corresponding live stream are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think that the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't, you can still hit that share button. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your Twitter feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is August 16th. That means it is day 228 of the one-year Bible. Day 228 is going to start us out in Nehemiah chapter 11. So if you want to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together, for this fellowship. Uh, we ask that your Holy Spirit would uh, live in us, breathe through us, give us a right understanding, proper interpretation of your word today. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we are starting out in Nehemiah chapter 11, starting in verse 1. The princes of the people lived in Jerusalem. The rest of the people also cast lots to bring one of ten to dwell in Jerusalem, the holy city, and nine parts in the other cities. The people blessed all the men who willingly offered themselves to dwell in Jerusalem. Now these are the chiefs of the province who lived in Jerusalem. But in the cities of Judah, everyone lived in his possession in their cities. Israel, the priests, the Levites, the temple servants, and the children of Solomon servants. Some of the children of Judah and of the children of Benjamin lived in Jerusalem. Of the children of Judah, Athaiah, the son of Uzziah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Amariah, the son of Shephatiah, the son of Mahalalel, of the children of Perez, and Maaseah, the son of Baruch, the son of Kolhose, the son of Haziah, the son of Adiah, the son of Joyarib, the son of Zechariah, the son of the Shilonite. All the sons of Perez who lived in Jerusalem were 468 valiant men. These are the sons of Benjamin, Salu, the son of Meshulam, the son of Joed, the son of Padiah, the son of Koliah, the son of Maasiah, the son of Ithiel, the son of Jeshiah. After him, Gabai and Salai, 928. Joel, the son of Zikri, was their overseer, and Judah, the son of Hasanua, was second over the city. Of the priests, Jediah, the son of Joyarib, Jachin, Sariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Marioth, the son of Ahitub, the ruler of God's house, and their brothers who did the work of the house, 822, and Adiah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Peleliah, the son of Am the son of 
Zechariah, the son of Pashur, the son of Malchijah, and his brothers, chiefs of fathers' households, 242, and Amashai, the son of Azarel, the son of Azai, the son of Meshelamoth, the son of Immer, and their brothers, mighty men of valor, 128, and their overseer was Zabdiel, the son of Hagedalim, of the Levites, Shemaiah, the son of Hashab, the son of Azrakam, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Bunai, and Shabbathai, and Josabad, of the chiefs of the Levites, who had the oversight of the outward business of God's house, and Mataniah, the son of Micah, the son of Zabdi, the son of Asaph, who was the chief to begin the thanksgiving in prayer, and Bakbukia, the second among his brothers, and Abda, the son of Shamua, the son of Galal, the son of Jeduthun. All the Levites in the holy city were 284. Moreover, the gatekeepers, Akub, Talmon, and their brothers, who kept watch at the gates, were 172. The residue of Israel, of the priests and the Levites, were in all the cities of Judah, everyone in his inheritance. But the temple servants lived in Ophel, and Ziha and Gishpa were over the temple servants. The overseer also of the Levites at Jerusalem was Uzai, the son of Bani, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micah, of the sons of Asaph, the singers, was over the business of God's house. For there was a commandment from the king concerning them, and a settled provision for the singers, as every day required. Hethahiah, the son of Meshezabel, of the children of Zerah, the son of Judah, was at the king's hand in all matters concerning the people. As for the villages with their fields, some of the children of Judah lived in Kiriath Arba and its towns, in Dibon and its towns, in Jacabziel and its villages, in Jeshua and Moladah, Bethpalet, and Hazar Shual, in Beersheba and its towns, in Ziklag, in Makona and its towns, in En Ramon, in Zora, in Jarmu. Zanoa, Adulam, and their villages, Lachish and its fields, and Azekah and its towns. So they encamped from Beersheba to the valley of Hinnom. The children of Benjamin also lived from Geba onward, at Michmash and Aijah, and at Bethel and its towns, at Anathoth, Nob, Ananiah, Hazor, Ramah, Geteam, Hadid, Zeboim, Nebalat, Lod, and Onal, the valley of craftsmen. Of the Levites, certain divisions in Judah settled in Benjamin's territory. Next, we are continuing in Nehemiah chapter 12, starting in verse 1. Now, these are the priests and the Levites who went up with Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, Sariah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Maluk, Hattush, Shechaniah, Rehum, Merimoth, Edo, Ginnathoi, Abijah, Mijamin, Maadiah, Bilga, Shemaiah, Joyarib, Jediah, Salu, Amok, Hilkiah, and Jediah. These were the chiefs of the priests and of their brothers in the days of Jeshua. Moreover, the Levites were Jeshua, Benuai, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Mataniah, who was over the thanksgiving songs, he and his brothers. Also, Bakbakai, and Uno, their brothers, were close to them according to their offices. Jeshua became the father of Joachim, and Joachim became the father of Eliashib.
Eliashib, and Eliashib became the father of Joida. And Joida became the father of Jonathan, and Jonathan became the father of Jadua. And the days of Joachim were priests, heads of fathers' households, of Sariah, Mariah, of Jeremiah, Hananiah, of Ezra, Meshulam, of Amariah, Jehohanan, of Maluki, Jonathan, of Shebaniah, Joseph, of Harim, Adna, of Marioth, Helkai, of Edo, Zechariah, of Genethon, Meshulam, of Abijah, Zikri, of Maniamin, of Moadiah, Hiltai, of Bilgah, Shamua, of Shemaiah, Jehonathan, of Joyarib, Matani, of Jediah, Uzi, of Salai, Kalai, of Amok, Eber, of Hilkiah, Hashabiah, of Jediah, Nethanel. As for the Levites, in the days of Eliashib, Joyada, Johanan, and Jadua, there were recorded the heads of fathers' households, also the priests, in the reign of Darius the Persian. The sons of Levi, heads of fathers' households, were written in the book of the Chronicles, even until the days of Johanan, the son of Eliashib. The chiefs of the Levites, Hashabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, the son of Cadmiel, with their brothers close to them, to praise and give thanks according to the commandment of David, the man of God, section next to section. Mataniah, Bakbukiah, Obadiah, Meshulam, Talmon, and Akub were gatekeepers, keeping the watch at the storehouses of the gates. These were in the days of Joachim, the son of Jeshua, the son of Josedach, and in the days of Nehemiah the governor, and of Ezra the priest and scribe. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, starting in verse 14. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men. Judge what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, isn't it a sharing of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, isn't it a sharing of the body of Christ? Because there is one loaf of bread, we, who are many, are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf of bread. Consider Israel according to the flesh. Don't those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying then, that a thing sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God, and I don't desire that you would have fellowship with demons. You can't both drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You can't both partake of the table of the Lord and of the table of demons, or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own, but each one his neighbor's good. Whatever is sold in the butcher shop, eat, asking no questions for the sake of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and its fullness. But if one of those who don't believe invites you to a meal and you are inclined to go, eat whatever is set before you asking no questions for the sake of conscience. But if anyone says to you, this was offered to idols, don't eat it for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's with all its fullness. Conscience, I say, not your own, but the other's conscience. For why is my liberty judged by another's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced for something I give thanks for? Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no occasion for stumbling, whether to Jews, to Greeks, or to the assembly of God, even as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, that they may be saved.
Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalm 34, starting in verse 11. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of Yahweh. Who is someone who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Yahweh's eyes are toward the righteous. His ears listen to their cry. Yahweh's face is against those who do evil to cut off their memory from the earth. The righteous cry, and Yahweh hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. Yahweh is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves those who have a crushed spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivers him out of them all. He protects all of his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall kill the wicked, those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Yahweh redeems the soul of his servants. None of those those who take refuge in him shall be condemned. Lastly, we finish with Proverbs 21, verses 14 through 16. A gift in secret pacifies anger, and a bribe in the cloak strong wrath. It is joy to the righteous to do justice, but it is a destruction to the workers of iniquity. The man, the man who wanders out of the way of understanding, shall rest in the assembly of the departed spirits. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together, for this fellowship, for this podcast. God, we thank you that your word is eternal, and uh, sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes we don't feel filled with your spirit, but we know that you love us. We know that your truth is still real, and we know that it is our commission to share your word with others. We pray that you would fill our hearts. We pray that you would lift us up. We pray that you would inspire us, that you would light a fire under us, that you would motivate us, that your glory would be what we want everyone else to see, and that would be our motivation. God, we pray for help for those who have lost their loved ones, their family. We pray for Danny and Imelda. We pray for Penny. We pray for Terry and Delilah. And I want to pray again for Jeffrey as well. We pray that you would help them to mourn and process. We pray that you would help them to lift up their heads another day. We pray that they wouldn't disconnect and isolate themselves. We pray that they would have fellowship with other people keep company and we pray for those with cancer for Shirley for Richard Lawrence Gary and Mary we pray that as they go into treatments and procedures we pray that your favor would be on them that you would heal their cells that you would restore them I want to lift up a, a special prayer for Shirley as she's got so many complications coming from this and a lot of decisions to make going forward and we pray that she would not just isolate and pray that she would again stay connected, that she would keep company and keep fellowship. And pray for those with heart disease. Pray for Sue and Stephanie, for Ralph, for George. Pray for my dad and myself. Um, I pray that uh, you would restore these hearts to full function, to full strength, to full potency. I pray that you would reach into their chests and make a new heart, make a brand new heart, make new flesh as though it was just born. Like you made a whole man for Adam. You made a whole man and and you could make one small part of them that is so important. I pray that you would I pray that you would fix all the harm that's been done, the collateral damage, the peripheral neuropathy, the other organs failing, the poor circulation. I pray that you would help these people, give them new hearts. I pray for those with stroke, pray for my mom and my sister. I pray that you would give them full function back. My sister is far too young to be disabled in the way that she is and 
and uh, I pray that you would um, lift up her spirits, help her with her emotions, and I pray that you would give uh, both my mom and my sister uh, their full speech back, their full vocabulary back. Uh, if if brain cells are gone, they're gone. I pray that you would make new ones. I pray that you would make new pathways and make new ways for them to think about things and remember things and communicate things. And I continue to pray for Rob and Chris. I pray for them to uh, progressively get better and better. And I pray for uh, my friend Richard and myself for these tremors, these inexplicable tremors, these annoying tremors. They just come at the most inopportune moments and it's just uh it seems stupid to not have control of your limbs that just going crazy at the worst moment pray that you give the doctors insight into this and maybe some remedy or at least a diagnosis i pray for those with broken bones i pray for my aunt larita and for my dad for his uh, broken leg i continue to pray for larita and uh and her well-being as well just having this arm broken the way that it is has just been terrible for her job for household for everything and she feels under attack and I pray that you would heal her and heal her heart pray for those in relationships that are struggling or over I pray for forgiveness and repentance to just infiltrate their hearts to overwhelm them I pray for peace of mind in their relationships and that that their relationships either existing or going forward would be centered in Christ I want to pray for McKenna and I pray that she would know that food is necessary for life and that it is to be enjoyed. It is not to be feared or hated, and neither is our body. It can be frustrating, but Lord, I pray that McKenna would know how much you love her and how much you see the beauty that you created in her. Pray for those going through addiction, hanging on to addiction, being married to addiction, trying to walk in Christ and trying to walk in the world is impossible. And I pray that you would touch their hearts, touch their minds, reroute these thoughts, these temptations, these... Uh, it's seems like addiction, addictive behavior, it says jump and and the person afflicted says how high. It's not even a question. It's just tell me what to do next and I'll do it. And I pray that you would break that off. Just uh, put something between them and these thoughts, these triggers. I pray for our kids, our loved ones, our friends, and some that we don't know. But Lord, it's heavy on our hearts that our kids are being brought into a terrible place in this world. That they're being really walked into the line with the cattle and slaughtered by the world. It's like they're being led to be butchered, both literally and figuratively. I pray that you would cause them to know that your love is calling out to them, that your desire for them to feel your comfort, to be filled with your Holy Spirit, would overwhelm them. Can you give them a moment of clarity where they're looking for whatever pleasure or lust or or fun in this world that is leading them to doom and like like the angel showed up in front of that donkey just get in the way interrupt them interfere and, and show them how much you love them break them down stop them in their tracks break them down and overwhelm them with your love it is overwhelming it's something that must be experienced i pray that for these kids i want to lift up those that are going out and sharing your gospel. I pray blessings on their households and I pray for a new Jesus movement. I pray for their words to bear fruit. I pray that you would encourage them right in the place where they're at. Encourage them
them, lift them up, and let them know that people are being saved because people are hearing the Word of God, that people are hearing the truth. The truth is not popular. They're going to get spit on, and they're going to have rocks thrown at them, and they'll still have treasures in heaven. I pray for our first responders, for those that are running into the these hazards, these disasters, these wildfires in Hawaii, and uh, disasters all over this world. He said for us to look for these disasters and wars, strange wars and rumors of wars, and it seems like that's happening all around us, and these people are right in the middle of all of that. We want to pray for them. We want to lift up our service members. They're seeing things. All these people are seeing things that no human should have to witness, but I pray that you would protect them and bless them in their households. I pray that you would comfort their their families as they leave the house in the morning to go out for a day that they might not return from. And I pray for Israel. I pray for um, Jews as they are going to be rapidly heading toward the promised land, as they're going to be gathering up and every nation is going to turn against them. I pray that they would know Jesus, know that Jesus is Messiah. I pray that they would be assured of their salvation because time is short. And we pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, today is going to be a quick and dirty because mm-hmm. I got an appointment coming up here. What's your game plan today? To stay cool. Yeah. Water the, yeah, only a hundred today. <laughs> Make sure the chickens don't overheat. And I'm going to be grilling some country style pork ribs on the grill for dinner tonight because I don't want to heat the house up. That's the way to do it. Julie mm-hmm. made a mistake the other day of cooking three pounds of bacon on the stove. Oh. At around six o'clock at night. Oh, oh my gosh. There was just no way to keep mm. the house cool. Everything mm-hmm. smelled like bacon. And the house <laughs> was just burning up. I'm just pouring sweat. Uh-huh. And Julie's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you know, you, it took her It took her like two hours in a frying pan, right? And why, why not cook it in the oven? It's so much faster and not messy. I just take it and put it in the air fryer. I can take all oh, yeah. the pounds and put it in the air fryer. And I can do it in an hour. Nice. Outside on the deck. <laughs> take the air fryer and put it outside on the deck. Yeah. yeah, you still smell it, but the whole house isn't just permeated with it and the whole house isn't heated up by it. And yeah. everyone in the neighborhood loves you. <laughs> and that love is in quotation marks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sounds yummy. I pre-cooked the ribs in the crock pot, too, so with seasoning, so they'll be nice and tender, Mm -hmm. which doesn't heat the house up. And then it's just a little bit on the grill with a little bit of sugar-free barbecue sauce, keto barbecue sauce, and I won't have to be out in the heat for that long. Yeah. So, yeah. Am I making you hungry? I'm sorry. My goodness. There's no reason to, yeah. It's like. No reason. If you're going to eat inside, just, just. Just fix up some tuna. Make a <laughs> salad or something. Yeah, we had Caesar salad for dinner last night. I was like, no, not cooking. Uh, I don't know how many summers my mom, you know, we never had AC growing up. Uh, we didn't either, but it was up in Washington. Uh, we lived in this We lived in this house on 23rd that never had AC. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, by never, I mean never. It never, ever had AC. And it never had great windows. And mm-hmm. just had these big box fans all over the place yep and 
mom would just do cold cuts. She'd just go get a bunch of deli meat, some bologna, some salami, mm-hmm. some cheese, and, you know, charcuterie. And yeah. it was all cold cuts. It was some sliced roast beef, and and it just, that's all. Yeah, it's going to be some celery sticks with peanut butter. and <laughs> Sounds good to me on a hot day. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. the way to do it on a hot yeah. day. It is. I splurged and got some little salad shrimp to put on it, too. It was quite tasty. Yeah, you can order a pizza and tip the guy extra for just not being awesome one time. <laughs> so your pizza shows up cold. Great. It's awesome. It's perfect. It yeah. Eat hot food. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had curry last night. Ooh, yum. Yeah, which means I'm having curry today as well. <laughs> because that's how curry works. I was just going to say, funny how curry does that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But it's so good. Well, today I'm going to be writing emails and um, writing scripts, and um, I might cut my hair. I don't know. I am debating. <laughs> I am debating whether to cut my hair or not, or grow oh, it no. out. I don't know. You might actually grow it out? Mm-hmm. It's been years. It's been... Yeah, I can't remember. It's been like seven years since I had my hair longer. I think the last time I had my hair long, I had like sort of a mohawk. Sort of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. I might do that again. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, you guys, thanks for joining us. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow around 10-ish or so-ish Pacific time. Hopefully, I'll have a little more energy tomorrow than I have today. <laughs> super amped about anything today. I don't know why. We'll see you then, and uh, then again later on in the day when the podcast drops. Have a wonderful day. Bless you. Bye. Bye.